0: Welcome to episode 18 of Cast, your local podcast sponsored by the Howard County Library System.
1: We are Cole, Olivia, and Ronan. Bringing you Howard County happenings from Goodreads to favorite things. One of our favorite things is travel. We discuss our favorite places to visit. Where we'd love to go someday.
0: And our favorite fictional worlds that we wish we could visit.
1: One of my favorite places that I would love to go. Um, I've actually I've actually go there I go there every year is Hawaii I actually used to live there on the island of Oahu I have a lot of friends that I um know that I know well and I really enjoy going there catching big waves last time we were there there was actually like a huge swell meaning this is a bunch of big waves and um, I caught a lot of big waves and it was really fun. It's
0: definitely an interesting place to live um, in the U.S. One of the places that I like to travel often um, is Alabama. I realize it's a bit specific, but uh, I used to live in northern Alabama. And so we still know a lot of people and have lots of friends there. Um, so it's very, very nice to, you know, go there and see uh, all of our old friends and uh, see all the places. So yes, I very much enjoy going there. Olivia, what about you?
2: I um like going to Williamsburg, Virginia and seeing the uh, historical sites. It's all kind of modeled to look like the American Revolution and I kind of like pretending that I'm from that time and um I like thinking of the kind of choices people would have made back then compared to the choices people would make now and I think it's very interesting to see um how the houses and just how everything looked back then
1: speaking of Virginia there's a beach house that my family owns in Virginia that I really enjoy going to um there's a thing there's a thing that they have called a swerfer which is basically a skateboard that's elevated in the air and it has two handlebars that you push back and forth so you can go left and right and pretty high up in the air there is a bunch of kayaks and paddleboards that I love to go on there's a boat there's a pier we have fishing lines to go fishing and the area is just pretty empty so we just have a lot of things to do when we go over there
0: Hmm. Very interesting. Um, yeah, that's that's definitely a lovely area, I've been down there multiple times, and it's just a beautiful place to go. Um, in fact, just a few, uh, just a while ago, we went to um, I believe it was we're gonna not sure. Uh, we went down to Virginia to go to Bush Gardens. Um, and I've been to a, a wide variety of theme parks in my life, and honestly, Bush Gardens is one of the better ones because, um, there wasn't that many lines. Uh, there they, they were all relatively short at the time we went. Um, and they were all uh, really great rides and it was spaced apart in a nice way. Um, and so, yes, I very much enjoyed Bush Gardens. I think it's a, a very nice theme park and I know that they have a location down in that general area. So, you know, we are a, a library podcast and so we got to talk about books at some point. Um, but you know, what are some, what are some like more fictional worlds and places that aren't necessarily real that you guys would like to go to?
1: Honestly, I would love to. I, I write my own books occasionally for this fictional character I created right. called Super Penguin. Uh, Penguin that? was super with unnatural powers, and I would love to go to a place called where he lives called Penguin Town. And penguins amazing. are my favorite animals, so living just with penguins would be amazing.
0: That sounds fantastic. I gotta imagine it's a bit cold, but still it sounds absolutely lovely. Wow, amazing. Um, Olivia, what about you?
2: I'm not really sure where I would go if it was a fictional world. Hmm. I've started reading a book, The School for Good and Evil, hmm. and I'm not sure yet whether I would want to go to that school. It seems kind of scary. Hmm,
0: yeah. I read that series, of, Um. but yes, I concur with that. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely definitely a, an interesting um, hypothetical world, so... Um, personally, uh, you know, a lot of the books I read are re- um, realistic in the sense that they use real worlds. There's not that many fictional world books that I personally read, um, but if I did have to select one, I read the Aragon series a while ago, and that's a very cool. It does seem very scary because there is a lot of, you know, not very nice people <laughs> in that series, but um, it still seems like a very interesting world to be a part of and to be in. So I think that would be a very interesting world. Um,
1: uh, the the world of Wings of Fire, as I've mentioned before, as one of my yeah. favorite books for media recommendations, is It's pretty crazy considering there's ginormous dragons. And at, at one point at the end of the book, there's a photo with a human next to a dragon. And the dragon is ginormous compared to the human. It's like five feet. It's like five times the size of the dragon. I was just like, whoa. But honestly, that would be a really cool world to live in.
0: Yeah. Of course, you have to highlight, um, you know, one of the most iconic book series of all time, Harry Potter. Um, the, the Hogwarts universe would definitely be a fantastic place to live. And you have to highlight Lord of the Rings. Um, Lord of the Rings... And wing uh, and the um Irigan and Wings of Fire universes are relatively similar in the sense that they're all very fantasy books, um, but that all boils down back to Lord of the Rings, and so that would also be a very cool universe to live in. Um, so uh, moving on from actual locations, uh, we like travel, um, and we like fictional worlds, um, and so what are some of the authors we? Th- we like to read who, who are your authors that you think are really good at either describing fictional worlds or just describing worlds
1: in general? Tua T Sutherland, I'm mm. not sure if I'm saying that right, is who writes Wings of Fire, is a pretty amazing writer. She uses so many like different types of writing skills and she is very popular um, um, what, among, like, writing, and I always like to see if there's a new Wings of Fire coming out.
0: I, yeah, I think that she's a very good at creating worlds. Oh, here's someone, uh, Chris Gravenstein. uh, he wrote Lemoncello's Great Library, Race, and the other books in that series, but he also wrote a, a, a single book that I very much like, um, and that was The Island of Dr. Libri, uh that book is is a fantasy book it's a very odd book um about uh a kid who goes to his family's um vacation house like a summer house in one sense um and finds out that there's some really weird stuff going on in that house and there's some fictional things and it's a really really well written book but the development of the um fictional characters is very very well um written and and Well done. And I also have to uh, note the um, Mr. Lemoncello's Library, Escape from Mr. Lemoncello's Library, and that the books that came after it, those are all very good books, um, because they have a lot of um, very specific references to other things, Um, you know, he, he refers to classics like Charlotte's Web a lot in the book. And that's one of the key plot points. Um, but he also kind of intertwines them in some way, and it's a very well-written um, style. So I, I very much like that book. Um, if interested, you can find the links to the books I just stated in the description of this video, the Polaris links to the HDLS catalog. Um, yes, I think Chris Gravesen is a very nice author, and I, I like his style. Um,
1: uh, let me name one. Suzanne Collins who writes the Hunger Games. Absolutely um, good. Those stories are amazing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it's it, just everything about them is amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: And the and the fact that it's it's like in order and I I can just picture the characters so clearly in my head. I cannot think of anything that can like match up to that. Like I just find that crazy.
0: Yeah, and the the best part of it is, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about movies here, but um I think one of the best things about it is that she wrote her movies. So she wrote the four Hunger Games movies and is writing the um Ballad of Songbirds and the Snakes in 2023. She is writing these, and these are really well written. Um, she gets to perfectly recreate these novels and they're very very uh high quality reproductions of the books um and so i think that you're you're very much correct um suzanne collins is an excellent storyteller and especially through her films um those are amazing um I, I do very much appreciate The Hunger Games. And in a similar note, there's also um, Neil Shusterman. Neil Shusterman wrote um, the, the book Scythe. i variety of wrote the books, but Scythe is one of the um, approved reading options by the Howard County Board of Education, so it is uh, presented a lot in English classrooms in Howard County. Um, I read it as part of my English class um, just a few weeks ago. Actually, I just finished it a few weeks ago, um, and it, it was a very well written book. The plot uh, is that there are there's a lot of people on the earth. They have conquered death and they conquered disease and everything, and society is, in one sense, perfect. But of course, there's an extreme overpopulation happening because no one can die, and so these scythes are these um, superior humans tasked with killing other people. They call it gleaning in the book because killing has a very negative tone to it. Um, or as so the the book describes, um, but it's a very interesting, um, you know, ethical debate, you know, if we're going to, If we get very much advanced as a society someday things like death or disease will be conquered and how do we put that at bay, you know, do we assign people with the task of killing other people and they must dedicate their whole life to that. Um, And so that was well written and the idea behind it is also extremely well done. Um, So, yes, I very much appreciate Neil Shusterman um, and a lot of the. and his book um, side. I think those are both very, very good books and very good universes that are well-written. December is a time for holiday traditions. Let's hear some of our podcasters' favorite ways to celebrate.
1: My favorite holiday tradition that I like to do is when I go get my Christmas tree and all of my family votes on the best tree, and then we get that tree. This year, the trees were named for the first time, and we brought home a tree named Carl, which we joke around as we say, Carl is now part of our family.
2: My favorite holiday tradition is playing board games, watching Christmas movies, and drinking hot chocolate the day before Christmas. My sister and I like to watch the Santa tracker and look at the photos from the places Santa has been to. Podcasters recommend their favorite things, from books to movies to music and more.
1: My recommendation for the media is the band Gorillaz, who, believe it or not, have been around for 20 years. They have been making amazing music with people like Snoop Dogg and Tame Impala. When you listen to one of their albums, you notice that they do not only play one genre of music, but they play many. When you listen to the gorillas, they will leave you amazed at the different types of music. They have also recently had a concert at Meriwether and I actually got to see them in person, which was amazing.
0: J.R.R. Tolkien is known for creating modern fantasy literature with his infamous novels The Hobbit, The Silmarillion, The Lord of the Rings trilogy, and so much more. But before he came famous for these novels, he wrote a variety of smaller books, many of them being children's books. One of these books is The Father Christmas Letters. The book is formatted in a series of letters and drawings written by either Father Christmas or his elvish secretary. The letters describe Father Christmas's adventures in the North Pole and around the world, also offering explanations for a variety of phenomena, like how fireworks cause the northern lights. The letters were written by Tolkien from 1920 to 1943 to entertain his own children on Christmas Day. Starting when his first son was three, Tolkien designed his own postage stamps and envelopes marked from the North Pole and would have them delivered to his house on Christmas Day. These letters and drawings were collected by J.R.R. Tolkien's daughter-in-law, Bailey Tolkien, and published posthumously in 1976. The Father Christmas Letters got numerous positive reviews, being described by The Independent as the Lord of the Rings for sheer imaginative joy, and the New York Times stated, Father Christmas lives, and never more merrily than in these pages. My own opinion? The Father Christmas Letters captures the fantastical aspects of The Lord of the Rings, but stays very wholesome and happy. You can find this book at the Central, Miller, Savage, or East Columbia branches. The catalog link is in the description below.
2: Is raising awareness, and in this episode, we're shining a light on endangered animals.
1: Penguins are my favorite animal, and although there are 18 species of penguins, only four breeds of penguins are not on the endangered list. When people mostly think of penguins, they think of black and white feathered an- animals in Antarctica, but penguins live all over the southern hemisphere. Even one type lives in Africa. Can you imagine a world without penguins?
2: Thanks for listening to HOKO Cast as we wrapped up 2022 with a few of our favorite things.
1: We hope you are inspired to look back and reflect on 2022
0: and move forward into new things in 2023.